Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Blonde Intelligence, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a special guest. We have Mr. Booker Forte. Say hello to everyone. Hello, Blonde Intelligence. How are we doing today? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. I'm going to start off, as always, with letting you take over and tell everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, uh, what you do, and the reason why you're here. All right. All right. So I'm originally born in Inglewood, California, and then uh, I was kind of a military brat. And uh, so we went to Yokosuka, Japan for several years. And then my stepfather got restationed to Virginia Beach, Virginia. And then from there, I went to Hampton University. Presenting the Blonde Intelligence Exquisite Bar Jewelry and Wine Glass Collection by me, Miss Ronnie. Yes, the host of the Blonde Intelligence Podcast. Blonde Intelligence Exquisite Bar Jewelry adds an exquisite touch of class to any bar, fireplace, party, wedding, special occasion, or just a sipping style at home. Bling out any occasion the Blonde Intelligence Exquisite way. The bar jewelry cups has the Blonde Intelligence logo and signature diamond and pearl theme in antique white color. Each jewelry cup is handcrafted from start to finish. Each cup is sealed, jeweled, and sealed several times to the Blonde Intelligence standard with high quality materials. On special orders, a generic liquor bottle can be placed on the jewelry cup to complement the liquor in your bar for an additional fee. The Blonde Intelligence Bar Jewelry Cup comes in three sizes for your exquisite ocular delight or as part of your personal collection of the Blonde Intelligence Exquisite Bar Jewelry line. Each set, depending on size, comes with a mini wine glass or wine flute. Blonde Intelligence Exquisite Bar Jewelry is available on Etsy. Shop Blonde Intelligence. University, HBCU, um, and then I found myself in Las Vegas, where I'm at currently, um, for dancing for Cirque du Soleil with my own solo stuff like that. Are so, you serious? Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the whole COVID stuff and all that, like, I mean, now they're pretty much bankrupt because no shows, no money. But uh, unfortunately, but before that, yeah, I had my own solo for the Beatles Love Show at the Mirage. Okay, yeah. so. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You personally. Me personally, um, you know, there's, there's three and things. Is, you know, personally, what puts you into performing? Okay. So I've always been into hip hop. Uh, like since I was a kid, I was break dancing, like in the, on the, on the carpet. I was trying to mix, messing up my mom's Curtis Blow and Run DMC. Um, <laughs> turntable, like, you know, I, no one needle, like just completely making a mess of it. But like, I've always been into hip hop. Like she didn't like shy me away. I was just kind of like raised in it. She was a soul train dancer. So I get the dancing from her, you know? And so, you know, you just keep on building and building. And then you just, sometimes you never know where it leads. But um, I always felt like I was, wasn't the background dancing type like I could have easily went that route I did go that route for like Sierra and Kurt Franklin but like I always felt like there was something more I was missing um and so like songwriting and then rapping was just kind of like the last piece of the puzzle that I'm still putting together now 
everything that you do, what do you enjoy the most? You know, I like searching for the perfect beat and then writing to it, like, because it, then it comes so easily. But I really appreciate the 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 search, like the the intoxicating beat that you know is going to get the crowd at least into you. So you can, all you have to do with now is deliver, you know, with the the lyrics and the and the flow and stuff like that. But um, I like the the creative process and then the performing process. You know, I've been doing since I was a kid, but like. The creative process is cool right now. I got like going to studio, working out the kinks and stuff. What what, what is your creative process? Explain it. So, um, depending on <laughs> the type of <laughs> depending on the type of direction we're going with the song, like um, so. If it's a club, if it's a club, you know, club song, club beat, I'll just like keep on freestyling instead how. Like artists going to the studio and keep on freestyling and just punch in, punch out. I kind of do that just at the at the, the studio, like at my at my spot. You know, I'll just keep on freestyling and then I'll write down, write it down, freestyle, freestyle, then write it down. If it's a club beat, um, if it's more of a, like a romantic or like just a storytelling street type of vibe, then um, I kind of come up with the imagination of the plot in my head and then just kind of figure out the rhymes throughout like the imagination like uh from my from my head but yeah there's two ways it depends on like what the song is you know <laughs> but I, I want it to be natural though you know just natural I listen to the beat and I smoke real blood and then I get right <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I don't smoke I've never smoked before I, I do drink but like <laughs> No, no, that's uh, I can't even. It's, it's more natural, more natural. Okay, so yeah. I want you to tell me a little bit about your performing and dancing side. Okay, so I've always been a dancer, like for the longest since I was a kid, on stage, like talent shows, everything. You know, I'm that part I'm used to. The part I have to adapt is like going in and out of pocket, rapping and dancing, because that's what I'm, I'm really trying to incorporate the two. Like, I don't want it to be cheesy. I want it to be like, I want it to fit correctly, you know? I appreciate him. I appreciate what he did. I'm the biggest Michael Jackson fan, but my favorite video is too legit to quit to this day. I think, like, I appreciate, uh, trust me, I'm an MC Hammer fan. Like, I remember when it was, neck and neck. I remember those days in the 90s when it was neck and neck between them. So I have a lot of uh, deference for, for MC Hammer for sure. I just want to do it in a, you know, more updated and a cooler way, you know, just more modern. I MC Hammer because he's like the biggest one that was a rapper that actually danced. I mean, it was others like Father MC and, you know, sometimes Big yeah. Daddy throw a slide in there or whatever. Kwame, yeah. you know, but a lot of the rappers that are still rapping now, none of them were dancers. Correct, correct. You, correct. you can think of one that I can't. No, no, no. MC Hammer is, trust me, like I follow him on Twitter, like he is the one that I'm okay. kind of like, I'm I modeling. Yeah, you're, you're spot on. You're definitely spot on. You're definitely spot on. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's just adapting. I'm sorry? 
Tell me about your latest project. So my latest project, it's relationship based. (laughs) 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 I'm sure we've all been through a whole lot of those ups and downs, good and bad. Um, So my latest project is entitled Relationship. (laughs) It's, uh, of course, about relationships, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. Um, you know, the, the best of the best parts and like just the parts you, you hate to go through, you know, um, it's a, it's a four song EP. I had to kind of like, you know, change things around because, um, of some studio incidences that, that occurred, um, people kind of like biting off my ideas. And <laughs> Wait a minute, that happens to everybody. Wait. <laughs> yeah. So I had to, like, I was like, cause these were some of these were supposed to be on like my 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 album, one for the books coming out later. But I was like, you know what? I want to do it better and harder than them. So I'm gonna take the concepts and put it towards this and release it like in February. I want to know how did somebody take your content? Are you copywriting your stuff before you let anybody else hear it? Or what part of I mean, because I know a lot of artists, they do their own writing. They might get a beat, but they might do their own mixing or they might have an idea or always there. I mean, so what is your process of protecting yourself? Okay, so so I write my stuff, but I don't have like an in like I don't I'd go outside for the studio. Like I go to a person for a studio. And um so what it is is he liked my concept for um it's called the breakup song. And um that's like on relationship and he liked my hook i go adios sayonara arrivederci bon voyage bon voyage b or whatever you know and the club song too yeah it's not it's like a it's like an in-between it's like an it's a good in-between song but um yeah, yeah I, Sound like you faking being happy, but you're really being an ass. Exactly, it's it's releasing. It's you're you're sad, but you're mad, but you're releasing it all out. Trust me, it's it's nice. That's the one I I just videotaped. <laughs> it's one of those. It's definitely one of those. That's what it's. I was getting love on the street though when I was recording the music video. Like people was feeling it, so you know. That. So y'all didn't do a split sheet for it, even if I mean. If he used any of your words and you had already copywritten, because you can copyright your lyrics and you had already copywritten your lyrics and he wanted to use part of it, did he give you any writer's credit with Splishy? And he told me he would and he didn't. But yes, I have my my lyrics copywritten. I have the whole song copywritten. Conversation, Booker Forte. <laughs> I'm sorry, could that say it one more time? I didn't hear uh, you. Say I said, it again. Did you record the conversation? Booker Forte, I'm being funny because I'm like, did you even pinch the bitch? (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I'm smart enough. This is Marlette with Classic Glam by Marlette, where a classic never goes out of style. We're based here in Palm Bluff, Arkansas, but you can reach us on our website at classicglamgirl.com or Facebook and Instagram at Classic Glam by Marlette. Hard enough to normally do that. I do that with police. Like if they ever pull me over, I automatically audio record. So I'm like there with it. But you know, it's it's the dude. He's Christian. You know, he goes to church. You don't think he's gonna pull that type of stuff. But when his girl's involved and he's the producer, it's out the window. So I 
heard a similar story before. Yeah. I interviewed um, a Billboard charting multi-platinum producer. Okay. And he was telling me about his early days. And he was like, I was working with these sisters. Their mom was the manager. He said, we they was going to be the next Mary Mary. And he was like, I'm hearing their stuff on the radio. And they're using my music. And I never heard from them again. <laughs> so it's yeah. not uncommon for that to happen. So what would you, what type of advice would you give to artists that could possibly be in that situation? What could you tell them to be able to protect themselves from what you have experienced? Get it on tape. Just like you mentioned before, like audio recorded the whole conversation, but I would like literally videotape it, you know, like get it a hundred percent, you know, cause you know, audio can be audio, but not get it on videotape. But in, in, in regards to the copywriting part, you know, have your song copywritten. I have my song copywritten. You know, as soon as I kind of like got the vibe, like, oh, uh, no, nah, his girls, because uh, my mixing engineer is a producer, but he produces for his girl, you know, um, and he tur they turned it into an Afrobeat song and just made it go left. But um, anyway, I don't care oh. if this is copywritten and he used any parts of the lyrics in this copywritten and take his ass to court. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll do, we'll do, cause that's what's that's exactly. He took my hook, like not the whole hook, but pieces of the hook, and mm -hmm. we got the title of the song from me, like. And what was that song? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, hey. I remember that song. They used none of the words. Damn. Damn. But that's they the go to court because the beat was too similar. Mm. Mm. Right, you're stuck. You have a case. They would not take a case unless you. They would not take a case unless you have registered your works with copyright.gov. If you register your works with copyright.gov, you call your homeboy back and say, "Hey, I need my moolah." Okay. Okay. No, I def. No, I did. Trust me. I I definitely did. <laughs> I definitely did because, you know, my mom's she was even like a lawyer for the Navy, like paralegal and then lawyer through the Navy. So, she, you know, she gives me the rundown on on all that, the, the, the legalities and stuff like that, what to do. Since I was like a kid, she would tell me, you know, the ins and outs and stuff. So for sure. So tell me this. How has COVID affected your music? I know you told me about the performing side. How has it affected your music? Has your sales went up? Have your creative processes been better? Has it been harder to be in the studio? I mean, how has it affected your music? So I haven't, so because of COVID, I haven't been able to perform on stage um, like I normally do, but creative wise, I've been able to make more content. Like I've, I have three EPs I can, I can release, you know, this year which i plan on doing and that's because of covid if it was if covid if there was no covid i'd be performing having like less time to to sit down and write and sit down and like get my thoughts together and search for beats you know stuff like that so it's giving me more valuable time to myself and to you know for the creative process for sure i appreciate it i'm using it you know i'm using, <laughs> making the most of it for sure Okay, well, I thank you for coming. 
I want you to give everybody your social media handle where they can find you, all your information, and any last advice that you might want to give. Okay, okay. So again, my name is Booker Forte. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Booker Forte, B-O-O-K-E-R-F-O-R-T-E. And on Twitter, it's Footwork Forte. That was like, that's my dance moniker. <laughs> and everything's still regular, Footwork Forte. But, um, you know, any advice I would tell people is to, you know, follow your dreams, study it, you know, learn both sides, like the creative side and the business side of it. Um, protect your work, you know, in advance. And you got to be ready to outsmart people because they're, you know, if they're, if they feel inadequate, they will come for you, you know, or if they feel like you're more valuable, they will come for you. So, you know, just protect yourself. Anything that's valuable, you got to protect. We work so hard and keep and making it and keeping it. Got to learn how to keep it. Yeah. Uh, one other question. You said that it's a four song EP. Give us the name of the songs on the, um, Okay, okay. <laughs> so, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let you say it. <laughs> all right. So the EP relationship is four songs. <laughs> the first song, the one I did the music video for uh, this past, uh, you know, this past couple of days is the breakup song. And that one, it's all me, no features. Um, it's really, really catchy. Everybody's going to like it. The second song is for Valentine's Day. It's called... The sex song, it's a slow, nice, drawn out, I'm um, kind of like talking you through, um, you know, the emotions and like the climax of everything. It's cool. It's a nice one. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and then the third one, it's called Summer Love. That one I previously released. Uh, I'm going to release it again just for this, of course, like this EP. That's featuring my boy Quincy Thompson. He has the awesome. That's the one you heard recently. Um, it's it's a nice it's a nice radio like summer um, summer hit. Um, and then the fourth one is called Seven Wives. That one's more so reflect, meaning like um, you know on the days I'm like I'm I'm by myself. I'm always creating. I have nobody kind of to to chill with or kick it with. You start going through your past relationships. And you're like, man, that person could have been a wife. That person could have been a wife. That person could have been a wife. So it's, it's a reflective track called Seven Wives. And I kind of just go through different um, ladies that could that should have been or could have been a wife or whatever. So that's the four songs, you know, it's ups and downs. Summer Love goes through the ups and downs and the bad parts. But it's still catchy, though. It's still nice. Yeah, that's my four songs. Bye. Thank you for coming. I want to remind everybody to also catch the podcast. It is on all podcasting platforms, the video channel, of course. We're here of the Blonde Intelligence blog. And anything that you need, you can go to www.blonde-intelligence.com. Thank you, Mr. Booker Forte. Thank you, Blonde Intelligence. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. Advertise with Blonde Intelligence, where our listeners experience exquisite cranial repertoire. Blonde Intelligence is a new podcast and video channel featuring entertainment, musical artists, producers, entrepreneurs, as well as discussions on social topics, making the Blonde Intelligence platform suitable for a wide variety of product ad types. Video, Instagram TV, and 
YouTube, and links shared to all Blonde Intelligence social media pages and select group networking platforms. This creates a collective base of over 50,000 potential sets of eyes on your product or service. Each sponsored ad will feature on both the podcast and video platforms. Sponsors have the choice of either a voice ad or audio video ad, with three options for placements. Create a win-win business partnership by advertising with Blonde Intelligence.